What's going on, Evan? We're back. We are. It's only been two weeks. I know. That's uh, all that's it took. Because, that's because we have a big episode. We, have, uh, we, have a, we do have a big episode planned. I'm quite excited for this. Other things kind of happen, like the fact that we're now allowed to like, we could be recording this podcast, you and I, in the same room. We could be. But you know we what? We barely allowed. like each other. But so. Yeah, I feel like the government announced that we could like see people, and then we just were like podcast. Let's go see people instead. So, uh, <laughs> so now, now, now we're going to try to do the podcast, but we uh, we're not together because this is a special podcast, and we it needed is. other people. We will not be together probably. You know, once every little while, we won't be together anymore to fill in what's going on here. So, for those of you who don't yeah. know, this is EDH Wrecked, the podcast about finite commander, where we don't give a shit about infinites. Hate CEDH pretty much. Hold and, on. We, uh, give, we give a very strong shit about them. <laughs> we do. Just in the negative sense. Also, we ban Labman. And yeah, it's that's a new, new endeavor. Um, I feel it's, it's organically grown, but uh, with Thassa's Oracle, I, no one seems to be complaining. No, I mean, it's fine. You know, uh, those should be gone. We t- I, t- I don't want to get on this road. All right. We, we have <laughs> limited time. We don't need to go down this path. Uh, <laughs> So our big, our big thing now, which we posted on Facebook, I don't believe it made it to Twitter because someone who's supposed to handle our Twitter hasn't been updating. <laughs> uh, and uh, we're doing our brackets, which is which tribe is the best bracketed. So one tribe will face off against the other in a death match. And by death match, I mean most of them will be voted on. Yes. Except we're a gonna certain have, few. We're going to have some guests on to, uh, to t- talk about specific ones that I believe uh, – completely randomly assigned before someone so I went to uh, I went to random.org and I just assigned put 32 names in and I just said assign them by twos and then whatever and I'd written down the numbers uh, and whatever two numbers matched were just that's why you got things like what we have today which is uh, I found it to be a very weird opener but I think that's just the way we roll so well I mean given who I know you we've got uh, that like this was actually ones where we knew people who would defend these tribes. So yes. I actually thought that the one you set up uh, for today was rigged. Um, only no, because it ended up working. No, but, no, I uh, didn't. I didn't rig that. I, it would have been funny too. But this was just the first two people who said yes and were ready. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. But uh, so, no, yeah. wait, no, no, it was set up. Yeah, these two are the best. Uh, anyway, uh, introduce <laughs> our guests. So our first guest I'd like to talk about is the fact that because there's only two of us to to finalize. The fact that if, if, if we have a tie, what's going to happen here? So we brought in a third guest. Uh, this is a good friend of mine in Evans. He is a guy that we've talked about on the podcast. He is the only CEDH player that I will tolerate the presence of. Um, and he is, like I said, he's a very good friend of ours. Uh, Greg, Greg, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Sweet. Nice to have you here, finally. I know we've tried to get you on before to talk about your fun little decks that you built. Yeah, uh, it's been a long time. I yeah, think we, yeah. we like started claiming we'd have you on around like episode 25 and yeah. then things yeah. fell apart and <laughs> this is the first time we've managed to get it to work that was pretty close you know within 50 episodes yeah yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we managed to land it within half a year which i think yeah. is a pretty good target there you uh, go yeah considering now, most of our plans that's pretty far for the course yeah some of our plans don't even come to fruition so this at least has gone there um the one thing that i do want to point out to all of our, our listeners about greg is that greg i believe you're the only one who's traveled outside of your country to play in a magic tournament and the CDH or the uh, EDH group, possibly, yeah. yeah. You because you went to the U.S. to play in a CEDH tournament or a vintage tournament, did you not? Vintage, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, how was uh, that? It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. There was four hundred and seventy-five players. 
Oh my Jeez. god. It's <laughs> a 7 3 finish. So it was pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. Did you prize for 7 3? No. Well, well then, the uh, one win away from prizing. Why did we even invite you on the show? I, I know. I, <laughs> I want to know right what, out. what can the prizing for vintage be that makes it worthwhile to make a vintage deck? To make it worthwhile <laughs> to build one? <laughs> Fucking nothing. Because <laughs> <laughs> most of it is like, well, you win like. Thirty dollars, you know, and it's like vintage wouldn't play for thirty dollars. <laughs> There's surprising, but it's definitely not worth the, the upfront cost. Gotcha. <laughs> you don't. They're not just like here's a car for winning. <laughs> well, fucking the. It was a few years back, but um, every year they have prizes for non-powered decks, and there was actually it was during Eldrazi winter whatever it was and there was a powerless eldrazi list that top aided <laughs> powerless you mean doesn't have power nine in it doesn't have power nine no tabernacle and wow uh, That's pretty good <laughs> workshops or bazaars i believe is the restrictions holy Dude. crap so they cut out a fair bit <laughs> yeah a ton of it but this deck was just rocking four null rods uh, chalices, stuff like that. <laughs> and they ended up top eighting. It was really sick. Now, what were you on? I was on mud. Okay. okay. And at the time, there was... This was before the restrictions, so I was running four lodestone golems, uh, four chalice of the void, four <laughs> horn of I, amethyst. I pretty much hate everything basically, you said. I'm like... che- basically, I was cheating. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Uh, I, don't, I don't like it. Uh, our other no guests, magic. Greg's not the only one here. Greg isn't. There's two more guests. Yeah. Uh, uh, did we explain that we brought in Greg to break ties, I think? Yes, we did. So Greg's going to be our guest judge. Be our judge. Hopefully for like for the whole the whole bracket thing, but we'll see if we can drag him back. Uh, simply, also simply because I just don't feel that we can get a judge every time a different person. And I don't want to bring back someone who lost. And it'll feel it's fair to bring back someone who won because if yeah, you're a loser, you need to stay away forever. And if you won, <laughs> then you're going to move on anyway. Sure. This is also a good way for us to weed out our fan base too. <laughs> I <think> so. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so our next guest though has already been on the show. Uh, he uh, he actually appeared just rather recently, I believe. Uh, he's one of our patrons. Actually, Greg's Greg's one of our patrons as well. I should have pointed that out. Uh, thank you, Greg, as always. Um, yeah. And that would be Brett. Brett, how's it going, buddy? What long time no here? Long time no here. I uh, I wasn't aware that I would also be on a podcast with a CEDH player, so I'm kind of annoyed by that. But you uh, know, it's cool. So I, so I do want to point out that Greg does own the most powerful deck I've ever played against. Uh, but he also uh, used to run a deck that was 66 demons and 34 lands. Oh, that's the one the uh, the angel deck is based off of. So he's a man of many mysteries here. There's yeah. like there's yeah he's my angel equivalent. Yeah, yeah. I too want to play against the uh, the sixty six demons because it just sounds like nothing but punching, and even when you're dead, still more punching. I'll be honest. The angel deck worked out a lot better than I thought. I'm two and zero with it right now. <laughs> Turns out Emiria in any deck is a really good time. Phenomenal. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Brett's going to join us. And Brett, who are you defending as your uh, I, as your uh, your tribe? I am defending the pirates. I'm excited. 
Yeah, I don't know why you're so worried about a CDH player when you're going to talk about pirates. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh no, I might look like a fool. He'll know more than me. Well, I mean, technically <laughs> oh, there man. is a pirate this, in CDH. There, this guy's gonna, this guy's gonna think I'm an idiot. Hey guys, Admiral Beckett Brass is the best general. <laughs> Greg, did you run Ramirez once? Who was that? I did. Oh, okay. All right. That that might be a tale for another time. That goes pretty deep down the rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> before we keep going, Greg, how many times did you cast Ramirez in the three-round tournament? Zero. Uh, exactly zero times. <laughs> how many times did you get the black mana required to cast Ramirez? Exactly the- <laughs> zero. There was zero black mana. So, uh, so there we go. We have that out there. Uh, how many counter spells were in the deck, Greg? A lot. <laughs> a lot. Uh, so Brett is going to defend pirates, and Brett's going to defend it against a, a fan of our of our podcast, but he's never been on the show before. He is also local. So Brett's also at a disadvantage of being the only guy who's not local. Um, and that local fellow who's never been on the show before, Liam. How's it going, Liam? Uh, not too bad. Definitely not too bad. Yeah, a little warm here. A little warm. Oh, yeah. it's super warm. Brett, what's the temperature in uh, Mississippi, that well-known cold place? 92. Well, I almost uh, choked on Celsius, my wine. We don't, uh, we don't work at... Hey, it's, uh, it's not as warm as the Arctic Circle, though, so we're fine. Oh, that's true. Jesus, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was 101. <laughs> 92, so almost boiling. <laughs> <laughs> sure. um, so, uh, so, Liam, who are you defending? This is a very fair fight, I feel, today. Liam, who are you defending? Definitely. I'm defending the all-consuming... Ever running slivers. That is true. You're defending slivers, a lesser known uh, tribe in seed in I haven't heard of them. Yeah, no, they only have uh, they, they only have six lords, uh, to, six commanders, I think. To be fair, you don't see them very often. I'll I'll say that at least in our play group, they aren't a very played group. But the people who Stop. do play them tend to play them the same way because Stop giving them fodder. Let them talk. They're, they, they're <laughs> douchebags. I was I'm, I'm making fun of them. All right, we made fun of Brett. Now we got to make fun of Liam. We can't just let Liam have the high ground here. Your judging doesn't look very impartial here. They're but I'm making fun (laughs) of them both, man. I I hate equally. Uh, So uh, so the way this format's going to work for those of you who are listening, these guys are each going to have five minutes. They won't be able to fill it, but they're going to have five minutes to tell us why their tribe is the best tribe. They won't be insulting the other tribe yet. They'll just be telling us what makes their tribe best. Uh, Evan, myself, and Greg will then respond with questions for any of them. Uh, and then after that question period of an intermediate amount of time, we're just going to let the two of them attack each other one at a time. I think we should give them five minutes no matter what, even if it's just dead air. We'll just cough occasionally <laughs> and be like, and, and just prompt them. What else? Well, Liam's going to be at a disadvantage during the attacking round because I'm American, which means I'm like inable, like already violent as is. Also, yeah, inable? But... In- in- you mean unable. You Listen, man. something. He's this, a product of the was, American I thought I had this drink system. poured for the start of the podcast. This drink's already the third one. Yeah, I'm, 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 on, I'm, on, you. I'm on your train right there, buddy. Um, so, uh, without further ado, who would like to go first? Do you, uh, do you want to roll for it, Liam? Sure. Give us audio podcast where you guys can roll dice. <laughs> All right, ready? All right, uh, roll. Liam, what'd you roll? Two. Four. Oh, my God, I rolled a five. Brett, you're starting her up, buddy. Do you know if they even rolled the same number dice? Something like, not. That'd be awesome Liam if Liam rolled just rolled a, a D4 and then Brett rolled a D20. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, so uh, Brett, you're going to fire us up here, buddy. So please uh, enlighten us on why pirates are one of the best tribes. So a little backstory to why the pirates are the best tribe is because they were the first deck I constructed was Admiral Beckett Brass. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's not very political, but it's such an asshole deck. And that's why, and that's why pirates are so good is because they're dickheads. In what way? Like, well, because they take your shit. It's like the Admiral Beckett Brass trigger never happens, but if you build around it, you're already taking other people's things. And that's why it just makes the deck so great. Uh, and pirates are also like, you can't tell what they're going to do. It's like they can also go anywhere. Like pirates are, they take things, they work fantastically with artifacts because they create treasures. They take things again. They have so much, uh, what's that word where you're hard to hit? Evasion. Yeah, they have so much evasion. And pirates actually have one of my favorite cards in EDH that nobody plays and more people need to play. And that is a Crafty Cut Purse. You guys know Crafty Cut Purse? Nope. Yes. Three and a blue. The one that steals tokens? It is the one that steals tokens. Yeah. Three and a blue and flash. Every token that is created under an opponent's control is created under your control. What is and this it, sorcery? It's, a, it's, it's from like Ixalan. No one plays it. It's really this, strange. This dark sorcery. It's so good. <laughs> Somebody drops a goblin extortionist. Boom, crafty cut purse. Uh, the only time that it's actually really worked is uh, somebody dropped a clone legion at one of my... Uh, <laughs> at one of my uh, EDH plays, and I just stole an entire person's board for four mana. It, it is a fantastic, versatile card. I'm going to interject here for just a moment, and I'm going to say that you need to play your pirate deck. I will tell you when other people play Stormherd, and then you're going to use that deck. <laughs> oh, God. I think my uh, <laughs> I think the eyes just rolled into the back of my head for a second. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Continue for interrupting. My apologies. Oh, yeah. No. They, so in, on top of just being well-rounded, they're also severely disrupted. It's like we have Flash, we have uh, Death Touch. Uh, one of my personal favorite pirates is Dire Fleet Ravager, which all you have to do for five mana is have everyone's life totals. And that's it's what's third, so great. Okay. Oh no, it's the best. So, or no, a third, thank you. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, my, it's my favorite, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about this I, tribe, guys. I swear to God. <laughs> He's just <laughs> making it up. Just... Hey, they got pointy just, hats and everything, guys. The pirates. If you just say things with confidence, people will believe you. I work in a hospital. That's 100% true. That's, that's terrible advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, ma'am. Uh, your son's dying today. Well, I can't say that. That'll get me there. But, uh, you know, if you need to go somewhere and you're like, I don't know if my idea will get me there, just walk with confidence. But that, that is why pirates are so much fun is because you are also included in the fun. But against my argument, they're not good. Like, not really. But if you're going to – if a 5-CMC spell is going to third the entire table's life total and you get to be included, that means you just get to, like – go along for the ride and it's so much fun <laughs> we also we also have a demonic consultation on a creature i think demonic consultation what is uh 
what's the spell or the creature you reveal the top card of your deck at the beginning of your draw step and you lose life equal to the total? CMC. Whatever Bob is. Uh, this uh, is a great yeah. question. Dark Greg, confident. Dark confident. Dark confident. Yeah. Dark confident. We have dark confident. But more expensive, you have to also attack and at the end of your turn. <laughs> that seems so, way worse. <laughs> what do you mean way worse? <laughs> we also have copy spells ingrained. Proteon Raider, if you attack, do you get to cast it as or it gets the ETB as a creature that already is on the field. So if you need an Ulamog, you have an Ulamog. Uh, we also have we have extra turns. We have very abusable extra turns. Our uh, time stream navigator for four CMC. You just put it to the bottom of your library and take an extra turn. Uh, final thoughts on your pirates before we move on to Liam. Uh, they're good. They're good. That was an act. You know what? That brought it all together. That tied it up in a bow. <laughs> I finally we understand. Minutes. We've existed since Mirage. We're good. It clicked. That. Oh. No, uh, not since Mirage, since uh, Arabian Nights. Legends. Wasn't Ramirez a legend? What's the... Uh, was what's was the Ramirez Vashim, a pirate? Vashim Pirates? Oh. oh, that's a pirate that I did not... What came first, Legends or... Uh, I think I think Ramirez was a, was a pirate. Ramirez. When, or it's, uh, when did Ramirez okay, no, become a pirate? Portal. Yeah, we've been, or we've been eroded. Yeah, so that actually, it actually was a legend. Legends, yeah. He didn't come become a pirate until later. Till later, that's right. But the first instant of pirate would be would would now be legends. Yes. Uh, yeah. Ramirez Di Pietro. Such yeah, a yeah, super powerful card. Um, card yeah. <laughs> <laughs> strike, brought me right? to victory. It did. It did win you a, a two-headed giant tournament. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, Wait, Greg, you use this card? Oh yeah, he never he never used it once. Well, well I didn't use the, the actual did. card, but that was like, <laughs> hey, it's fine. You're you are now like my friend. <laughs> uh, so after that, thank you, uh, thank you, pirate. Uh, we're gonna move on to um, Sliver. Uh, Sliver, Liam, why don't you start us up with uh, your five minutes of fame and tell us why uh, why slivers are so good? Again, we don't want you to compare them to pirates. Just tell us why they're good. Um, slivers. I have several points. Uh, one of the main reasons why that. slivers are regarded as an amazing tribe is each of them is a lord. Every sliver, except for the artifact slivers, is a lord. They give their tribe something. You play one sliver, suddenly your entire board has this ability. Slivers go wide, run out of control, and if they're left unchecked, just run over a board. And... I'm aware that playing slivers puts you at a political down, a peg down in politics because you are playing one of the most powerful tribes in magic and people realize it. They realize that this person playing slivers, okay, I need to be able to take them down quickly because they are that much of a threat. Their deck doesn't even need to be amazing. If it's just a bunch of slivers, it still will win you plenty of games. I personally run a sliver deck, which I built Primal Surge. It has still won me many, many games, mostly off of the back of Primal Surge, but a non-zero amount of times it has not won me off of Primal Surge. 
Um, I do like the word non-zero. That's a really, that's a really Republican word to go with there. Yes. Um, Slivers have also uh, played several major roles in the Magic storyline over the years. Slivers have been uh, a reoccurring threat within the Magic story for 23 years. And because of that, we know a lot of interesting tidbits about them. Like, they were found on, by Volrath on an unnamed plane and brought to Wrath to fight the Weatherlight crew. After the Weatherlight crew won, that group of Slivers ended up mainly dying out because the Sliver Queen was slain, which led to, later on, uh, the Riptide, uh, Riptide Laboratories uh, found uh, fossilized Slivers and Jurassic parked them to life using the I want to interrupt you here just to call bullshit on Gerard being able to kill a goddamn Sliver Queen. I that is, <laughs> that is even with Tangarth, he doesn't get there. I'm sorry. I second that. <laughs> Continue, Liam. Um, and we've all watched Jurassic Park. We know that bringing back extinct creatures, which you know nothing about, does no, never seen it. basically <laughs> no good for <laughs> society. Uh, they brought the slivers back to life, and the slivers then just slaughtered the scientists that brought them back to life, uh, which then led after, again, they were wiped out. They created the sliver overlord by the last remaining slivers fusing into each other, um, and then the sliver overlord was killed, which then led to time spiral block when they made another appearance, and... Uh, within Time Spiral Block, they uh, showed us how you don't need other cards when they can just be slivers. Multiple famous cards within the history of Magic were remade just to be slivers. There's a sliver from Time Spiral Block. You can pay three, sacrifice a sliver, destroy target permanent. Now what's three mana, destroy target permanent? Vindicate. Uh, there's Frenetic Sliver, which is a take on Frenetic Gin from Mirage. Um, and you're, missing, you're missing Flanking Sliver. Shut up. Isn't there one that gives everyone <laughs> Slivers Flanking? <laughs> um, I believe so. There uh, is a Flanking Sliver. Yes. Uh, and that's Standing another amazing, sliver. that's another amazing <sighs> thing about Slivers, is uh, there's enough that we can afford to make cuts when we make a Sliver deck. Most of the time, if you're building pirates, you're just like, okay. Oh, uh, you can't mention it. He's already on the second round. Punches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, whoa, whoa, Liam. Save this. Whoa. Slow down. <laughs> One demerit point for Liam. Don't get to two. Fair. You can, only yes. tra- you can only trash the other tribe in the second round. Yes, there's a large variety in slivers. There's 109, I believe, different printed slivers. Uh, five of which are commanders which you can use. You have Sliver Queen, Sliver Overlord, Sliver Legion, Sliver Hive Lord, and the first Sliver. Um, Sliver Queen, combo, not seeing too much play without infinite combos in that it's kind of hard not to go infinite. And it's like $200. Yes, that. Well, I mean... (laughs) Only. Uh, That's fine. Some of us don't play Greg, Greg, thanks, bud, for popping in there. (laughs) Uh, you want to you want to lend me part of your sl- collection so I can pay off my house? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Silver Overlord, which is a tutor on a stick, you can just pay three, 
take a sliver out of your deck, put it into your hand. And if an opponent has a creature that's all creature types, or they're playing slivers, pay three mana, gain control of target sliver. Um, and then we have Sliver Legion, which is just coat of arms only for slivers. Uh, sliver Hive Lord, all slivers you control gain indestructible. And then lastly, the most recent one, which is the first sliver, where all slivers you cast have Cascade. Which right, can uh, the f oh. Sorry. Uh, final, uh, final thoughts here, Liam, on slivers. Uh, slivers are a giant unblinking horde that don't care what you think. They will overrun you if you don't act first. Well, well, guys, I feel that we were just inundated with information from the two of them. Uh, I don't know about uh, you, but I feel more educated already. I was going to say, uh, in, case, in case any listeners are wondering why it sounds like there's like Morse code in the background, it's just uh, someone's computer. I don't know how well it'll show up on the podcast. But, but if you hear do it hear it, it's, uh, it's one of our guests with a very old computer. <laughs> we'll let you guess which one. Need more information. So, so please stop these idiots from talking. Um, so Greg, Greg and Evan and I are now going to start the question period, which will last until we feel we've asked all of our questions, where we will choose and talk to uh, ask the questions of either Liam or Brett as we see fit. Who wants to start? Well, I got to start last round, so Mr. Liam, please. No, I was actually talking to the judges, but calm down, Brett. Oh, okay. fuck. You know, I'll start. I'll start. All right. So this, this question is for, for all the same room. This question is for Brett. Brett, uh, you were talking about the fact that uh, pirates aren't good; they're just fun. So, why should pirates advance in a best of bracket if they're not good? Because they're more fun. Absolutely. Does fun outweigh? being good like where is the where's the line drawn i th I think it does because you could put a pirate into the deck and have it be very you know useful and fun such as like uh that new flash pirate from m20 it's like whenever you cast a spell during an opponent's turn it gets a plus one plus one counter that's value right <laughs> slivers only exist in sliver decks yeah that's a, that's that is a good point that is a good point uh Anyone have any questions for anyone else? Am I the only question here? Are we going to skip it I over? Some, I have some questions, but I don't know if they're good questions. Who cares, Evan? Half of sure. us are drinking. Just shoot a question. Sure. Uh, Liam, so I got a trick question for you. What is the best <laughs> sliver commander? Ooh. I mean, all of them get you haste. Um, in my opinion, I believe that the best sliver commander is, for Can sheer playability's sake, Probably Legion from just a sheer board. Can I answer this question when he's done? Did you figure I, out I the trick question part? I, I, I did. I did figure this. out the trick part. Sure, uh, Sliver Legion is the uh, coat of arms one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Uh, did, but Brian, uh, would you like to? Okay, Liam's gonna keep going. Oh, oh, it's okay. Uh, but I chose to build first Sliver because I did not want to spend money on a land base. So. Fair. Fair enough. Uh, the real answer, I believe, is Morphron. Uh, I mean, yes. There wasn't quite a trick question, yes. but I was hoping someone would say Morphron. <laughs> uh, the trick question was, uh, they're all interchangeable uh, because they're the, all deck's the, same the, same, the deck's the same. You just tutor for the others. It doesn't really matter who your commander is, in my opinion. I, 
I would actually argue that they're not. So if I, I, just to throw in my two cents against Evan here, uh, Sliver Queen plays definitely different in my mind than Sliver Legion. Sliver Legion, you just want to overwhelm them with numbers, whereas Sliver Queen, you can rely more on utility. Sure, like if I build a Sliver Queen deck, I would only run out. maybe five or six Slivers, and there wouldn't be any of the Slivers that if, would give you plus we'll one, plus one. Hard quotes over the if you had built one and you would only put six in. So because when I built my build Sliver it. Queen deck. <laughs> oh, gross, holy shit. And I got all my foil Slivers for it. I, I only included the best six or seven. Yes. I would actually argue Overlord because if Overlord is your commander, you can get the other ones with it. Yeah, that used True. to be the co most common one uh, that you'd see all the time. But then to be fair, seem to take over. It's also the cheapest. It is the like, cheapest cost-wise. I would also argue that the uh, the Scarecrow would probably be the best general if you're running Conspiracy. <laughs> sure, but that's a different deck entirely. <laughs> Look, it's still Slivers. Uh, Anyone else have other questions here? Greg, do you have any questions for our, our, our esteemed panel? How You mentioned Primal Surge a few times. How important is that to your Sliver deck? I mean, it's not integral. I had to build around it, yes, because it's an alternate win condition. But I do not need to draw it to win a game. So, on a percentage base, how many of your games are won with Primal Surge compared to without? Uh, of the amount of games I've won with the deck... Zero. Uh, <laughs> uh, the percentage that I've won with Primal Surge is probably... 50 to 40 percent of the amount of times I won Did with you just that go deck. backwards that's, on your percent? That's only 90 percent. You just go 50 to 40. Is that? Can you do anywhere that? between anywhere between 40 and 50? There, we, now we've gone in the proper. Direction. I'm pretty sure I've lost to the primal surge. So, well, primal happen. surge. If you have haste in a primal surge deck of anything, you you lose pretty much. Well, yeah, slivers can like, give haste. There's six different slivers that give haste. Speaking right. of speaking of haste, I do want to point out that the other night we had uh, live magic here at my house for the first time. And a guy killed me. Humble brag. Because he, yeah. <laughs> Rub it on my. Uh, so uh, a guy killed me when I swung at him with like 85 damage on board, tapped my whole board to try to kill him. Under his Moss Warp Bridge, he had a fog. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, he went to tap Moss board. I was like, you got a fog under there? And then he flips over Arachnogenesis. And I was like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> that is not bad. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what is what does that have to do with uh, slivers? Uh, I was just wanted to throw that in there. Just just drinking. Uh, I got a question. No, we, we were talking about the primal surge being integral and oh, then yeah, the weird yeah. card combo. Um, your question, Evan. Sorry. My because again, I'm not going to ask serious questions here. Uh, Brett, how good can a tribe be that doesn't have Selesnia? Um, <laughs> I, I feel you I asked mean, the wrong is, combo. It's, it's already in Grixis, so well, it's no, pretty there's no, good. There's no, there's no simic in it either, pirates, is there? There's blue pirates. No, there's, there's no green pirates. Sure, but it's just that there's no white or green pirates. So oh, I see what you're you saying. You basically there's one command. There's like what three commanders? Is it Demir? Evan, one? what there's the hell do you mean? You take shit and you kill people. One. That's it. How often do you kill people in pirates? Oh, you know, like the first person at the table, and then you die. <laughs> okay. Well, fair. You kill the guy. You kill the guy that hasn't played a land in three turns, and then you take maybe like his soul ring or whatever, and then you lose. So, so Pirates uh, beat up on the weak person. Liam, uh, yeah. this is actually a question for both of you, but I'm going to direct it at Liam first. How do you face a mirror deck and win? 
So sliver mirror matches are always fun because if they're running old slivers, you're boosting each other's stuff. Uh, and the old slivers were better slivers. Let's just put that out yes. there first and foremost. Yes, they were. It was before they decided to make them all look like Predator. Um, but yes, uh, sliver mirror matches. Uh, basically, if either of you is ballsy enough to run Plague Sliver, that's the person that'll end up winning. No one is ballsy enough to put Plague Sliver in a sliver deck. <laughs> Nobody. People could say they did. They didn't do it. <laughs> Uh, but besides that, it's normally just a race for haste and trample in a sliver matchup. Uh, Brett, same question to you. How uh, how do pirates deal with a pirate mirror match? Um, pirates take each other's revel and riches because it doesn't matter who is playing pirates; they will always play revel and riches just because of the theme. I don't play Revel and Riches because oh, every time shit. Yeah, because every time that I've played a pirate deck, they run it, so I just take it. That is, you know what? Okay. I you know what? I applaud you for sticking it to the man like that. Uh Revel and Riches is a really good card though. It's kind of it's like a pirate. Pretty card. damn good card. It's pretty, you know, anything that I feel anything that creates treasure you could justify as being a pirate card. That's a that's a dangerous precedent. Someone's to come up with one that has nothing to do with pirates. <laughs> That's fine. You're still building up me treasure. Right? I love those Orzov pirates with smothering tithe. <laughs> uh, anyone, hey, uh, they can't run it. We've already talked about that. <laughs> they don't have Selesnia. <laughs> they could steal it, and that's piratey, but they can't have it in their deck to start. Uh, uh, does anyone else have any questions for them? I have one for the both of them. All right. Uh, how do your tribes recuperate after a board wipe? I don't. <laughs> the dreaded question for us. We'll start with we started with Liam last time, so we'll start with Brett this time. Oh God, um, counterspell. It's in his colors. That's Luckily, kind of a cop out. Liam has it too. How do you respond to a successful board wipe? Let's let's just let's luck- let's quantify Greg's question a bit better. Luckily, we are focused in Grixis, which if uh, it, it is not too difficult to recover from a board wipe because also the pirates in your hand are fairly cheap so if you just hang back from dumping your hand and then also keep a couple black recurrent spells you can come back within a turn or two turns a lot of discipline uh for slivers board wipes are one of the known kryptonite for slivers because your entire deck is based around throwing your cards onto the board um, and normally... Mark of a professional, puking out his hand. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, pure primal surge is. <laughs> oh, primal surge into a route? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> no, pri- an opponent lets you resolve primal surge, then just, uh, rifts. Uh, that's a good one, too. I like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, continue. Sorry, so how do you, how do you recover? How do you recover? Uh, you try and mitigate. Uh, like, there's slivers that let you sacrifice your slivers to do things. So, a big one is frenetic <clears throat> sliver. Instead of all your slivers just dying, there's a 50-50 chance they die. Um, by them blinking out. But, uh, if you don't have one of those out, you pray to get some good draws, or that you can recast your commander quickly. Because, um, most of the sliver commanders are good at helping you rebuild the board. Uh, all except Hive Lord, and Hive Lord just makes your board indestructible. Um, 
Seems like a fair way to stop the board wipe. It makes it just harder to kill again. Yes. I have a question for the two of you. So it's going to be a timed question, and then uh, you're going to answer at the same time. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you ten seconds to think of the best non-tribal card that goes in your deck. And then the three of us, me, Evan, and Greg, will decide which of you picked the best card. Oh. All right? All right, so 10 me. seconds it, it starting now. Surge? What? It cannot be Primal Surge. So, <laughs> uh, well, I, I suppose Liam could pick Primal Surge, but then Brett could pick a better card if he thinks there's a better one. Uh, so you have 10 oh, seconds to please. Counter spell. The best card that can go in your deck that's not a Sliver or a Pirate. So starting now, 10 seconds. Cover of Darkness. Dude, you wait. You wait. Wait. You wait. I thought that was 10 seconds. You answered at the same time. Oh, all right. Yeah. You're going to wait 10 oh, seconds. Wait 10 then seconds. you're going to answer. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I mean, this live <laughs> podcast is falling apart. But Brian, are you predicting? Are you trying to just set up 10 seconds of dead air on this podcast? <laughs> I would never try to make it awkward. <laughs> all right. All right. Ready? Ready? 10 seconds starting. 10. 10. 10. 10 hey, whoop. Ten seconds starting out. Go. Three, two, one. Best card. Coat of arms. Cover of darkness. I, I gotta go with darkness, code. and I didn't hear the other one. Coat of, of arms was Liam's. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. That's, that's I don't know what cover of darkness is. That's the one that makes. Uh, is that the one that makes all creatures black? Uh, creatures of the chosen type have fear. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's a good card. That's a good. That's it's a good so good. <laughs> technically, a... technically, you can use it anywhere. Coastal piracy is also the cream of the crop. And on theme. Uh, and on I, theme. I think I got to give it to Brett. That's a really good card. What was uh, what was Liam's? Coat of Arms. Also a great card, but every oh, time someone good. plays it, it backfires. That's because people play it against like Cranko. And they're like, it's fine. I have slivers. And then Cranko just destroys them. <laughs> I, I love it when people play like Coat of Arms against goblins. They're just like, Coat of Arms is like, we all lost. Thanks to you. Thank you, sir. Uh, I, I do. I'm going to give it to Brett. But Evan, who are you giving it to? Um, uh, I don't. I don't. I got to go with Coat of Arms just because uh, I don't really get the fear with pirates connection quite as strongly as you They all have Besides raid. Fact, it's a fun uh, mechanic uh, that no one uses. Uh, coat of Arms probably, since Slivers already has a Coat of Arms, it's slightly redundant, but uh, you see it a lot in Slivers. Greg? I get to go with Coat of Arms. Coat of Arms wins. Congratulations, Liam. You have won that round. <laughs> uh, I think we need our rebuttals here. We do. So, uh, so Brett did start. So now, Liam... Uh, you know, and I do want you guys to allow the other person to finish their idea before you begin to attack. Don't attack them mid-sentence. But now this is just the point where you're going to tell us why, uh, why this shit yeah. sucks. Me and Evan and Greg will jump in whenever we feel like because we don't follow your damn rules. But uh, don't be wait, like aren't, there, aren't they your, your rules? We don't follow the damn rules. Brian, Brian <laughs> makes the rules, and then he drinks a box of wine, and the rules don't matter anymore. It's just a bottle. It's just a bottle tonight. It's fucking Wednesday. Calm down. Do you think I'm a lush? Jesus, <laughs> All right, so Liam, uh, fire us up here. Start, start shitting on Brett. Give us a little shitter on him. So, pirates. While yeah. your first pirate was printed in Legends, they were not a major set theme until Ixalan, uh, which very recent and only two blocks. 
or sorry, two sets. Uh, slivers have been a major tribal theme since they were introduced in Tempest, incorporating three major blocks, two core sets, and Modern Horizons for a total of 12 sets to your two, where they were a major theme. Well, shots fired. Oh, I feel so depressed. You should stop drinking. God, no, I'm just going to drink more and come full circle. <laughs> you only get so depressed before you get happy again, right? That's how alcohol works. <laughs> so we came around in Ixalan, you're correct. But that means we are newer and cooler and we have better cards. Like, old cards might be cool, but slivers are just slivers. All slivers get something else. All slivers do this. New cards, we can support a wide variety of cards whether they are pirates, whether they are used in CDH, modern, standard, anywhere. I, I, I gotta Hostage say... Hostage Taker is the CDH card you've alluded oh. to. Right? I w- uh, I'm, I'm still under uh, Goblin Extortionist. Oh, okay. Hostage Taker, I believe, Greg, Hostage correct. Taker. Hostage Taker did Good. have a point CDH till they corrected it. till they <laughs> yeah, adjusted it, I right, Greg? So. Yeah, it could... Before, it could target itself and just... Go infinite. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, might, might I add about being as old as the Slivers? That means you can own a pirate for a very cheap cost of reserve list. Otherwise, you'll have to go like Sliver Queen and spend $200 on a piece of paper. So I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know if you're talking to the right crowd. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I, mean, I don't want to in here. I don't want to point out that Greg played in a vintage tournament, <laughs> and I've bragged about my dual lands a few times. But uh, it's this happened. is turning into like a millennial versus boomer argument. Okay, boomer. <laughs> okay, fact, boomer. Like, look, us young folk can't podcast. afford these cards. <laughs> I do know I have seen one person in this podcast play a turn one tabernacle. Oh, I, disgusting. So that same person <laughs> also played a turn one uh, time twister. I think with the Who was that again? Next door. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, I'd like to point out that I, I played against that. I happened to draw land. The player next to me in a five color deck didn't draw a land for six turns. <laughs> <laughs> Nice fair game. <laughs> it's a fair and equitable card on turn one. Uh, so, so Brett, yeah, no, that's a. I like those points. Liam, back to you. Um, hey guys, uh, mix it up here. Come on, don't just be a back. This isn't TED Talk. Like, get it done. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> if there was, do we a look fight, like socialists? Come if on. there was just a straight up <laughs> fight between an unthinking, all-consuming, giant bug thing with a sickle for an arm, and some dude that Britain thought was against them <laughs> in the Victorian era. All right, I'm down. I'm pretty sure it would just be the giant sickle-armed bug monster that would kill the dude that was declared a pirate for working for Spain. I I will point I out know, that Arnold Schwarzenegger has killed every sliver he's faced. <laughs> I didn't know I mean, Britain I'm and a... Spain were uh, canonical to the Magic Realms. Which one oh, has no, a I'm boat? <laughs> <laughs> okay okay we're on board now <laughs> uh, so brett your rebuttal to that monster yeah, as, drop. as far as meeting on the battlefield yeah i'm 
there's no really way I can defend against that. I mean, slivers are fucking terrifying as far as the hive mind goes. But pirates are more free thinking, so you're gonna have more fun <laughs> being a pirate anyway. They're more American, right? <laughs> yeah, we go out, we take what we want, and we uh, run away. It's like like COVID. what else do you want? You take you take the COVID and you run back home and you spread it. Like COVID, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. You just spread that, the that's wealth. That's gonna earn me some points. Is uh comparing myself to the pandemic right now right it's fine it's fine we're but like we already discussed how socialist we are in canada you're fine god I you could just move up here Indian. when this is all over uh come on come on guys let's let's come on i mean christ you're boring me like step up the game oh uh, okay uh more pirates 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 uh i so just Francis i just Drake i'm just trying really to stir, stir the pot here evan <laughs> What was that? Sorry. We, I might, I talked about Sir Francis Drake, who was by far one of like the coolest brigadiers that has ever existed. I say that without remembering anything Uh, about him. Who is, who is the historical equivalent to Sir Francis Drake among slivers? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we're talking an unthinking, unmoving horde. Oh Jesus, this could get dark in a second. Probably like the first plague rat. In like the black rats is already gun. a character magic. No, 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 Sir Francis Drake Liam is a real person. I know. Uh, I'm not. So you're comparing Sir Francis to... Drake to a plague rat in MTG, which is the rat no, that's not MTG. Star not MTG. three. I'm talking. Uh, I am talking a real like it just real disease carrying rodents are probably like the closest thing to slivers, and that's probably not the best comparison Uh-oh. because uh, I'm I, not I actually can any I can already top you, Liam. I, cannot, I am not going to make any comparisons between a real-world army and a bunch of unthinking... So, Fra- Sir Francis Drake wasn't part of an army. I believe he was a, a privateer. Yes. Eventually was a privateer. Yeah. I don't think he started out as one. Uh, Liam, you should have absolutely have picked Charles Darwin from oh! the theory of evolution. Oh, my God. From oh my God. Brett is now species. schooling like, you on your own tribe. Wow. I can't he help does. it. I am literally a biologist <laughs> with no you, job. You brought a magic deck to a biology fight here, Liam. I can't believe this. This is amazing. Wow. Wow. Jesus. Now, this is where I needed to be. This is the, this is the mindset we need to be in. Continue. Educate me, senpai. (laughs) You you really have had too much wine. (laughs) No, I just, I just love this. I was feeling good about it until I was called senpai, and now I'm kind of. This is, this is just entertaining me on a level that I've never been entertained in this podcast before. (laughs) I'll listen to my own podcast and not be entertained to the level I'm being entertained right now. (laughs) Slippers in equivalent can be related to actual real species based on how they interact with each other because real species do that, especially if they have higher levels of intelligence. Yeah, I know know I'm already talking about his (laughs) tribe, but, you know, pirates are pirates. We take things, we kill things, we run away. Yes. The most famous pirate in the modern zeitgeist is Johnny Depp. Like... Shots fired. Yeah. That yeah, that was shots. That was a moment right there. Hey, Johnny Depp was fucking cool for a little bit, and then he turned out to be a wife beater. But then he actually turned out to be, not be a wife beater. Alleged so Johnny wife beater. Alleged. alleged. But now it actually alleged turned that he was beater. the one who was bullied. So Johnny Depp is actually a hero. Thank you. <laughs> Damn, it is a TED talk now. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we've what lost famous the plot? actor has portrayed your no, shit feel... ass scythe hand worms? Whoever played the Predator in all the Predator movies. Also, I believe there was movies called Tremors, which I believe portrayed uh, Slivers quite well. Kevin no, Bacon was in worms. one of them. Yeah, but we had way too many of those. Excuse me? I think not enough. <laughs> yeah, Greg's right, right over there. lost right there. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how you expected that one to win, but <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Brett. Way to, like, way to track your audience, bud. Was Ixalan, this is for Greg, I guess. Is Ixalan the last block? Actually, yeah. The no, Guilds of Ravnica was still a block. Uh, I feel it. Uh, I can't remember. It, oh, maybe that's the last Ixalan one. Ixalan was technically the last official block. Uh, from a design standpoint, the new three Ravnica sets were intended to be three individual sets. and not That's what I thought. Block. Yeah. So I, I just thought that they it call it Ixalan that... Block, but the new Ravnica was just like the three sets separate. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I want to make it clear that Pirates destroyed the block format. Whoa, Whoa. Evan. Whoa. Way to take a side. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Whoa. What's okay. up? And they were the worst draft theme in that set. Oh, there we go. We're back on track. <laughs> yeah, but who needs to be drafted when you can you when you can be used in construction, like physically picked for how good you are? Also, who like I'm gonna count on one hand how many people in this in this podcast gives a fuck about uh, about draft, <laughs> and that's zero. Well, I like draft. <laughs> you can like it, but do you care about it? No, still zero. <laughs> still zero. Still zero. Still uh, zero. Greg, do you care about it? Uh, that's a no from me, dog. Well, when was the last time you drafted, Greg? What Tempest? <laughs> Relevant because Tempest hey, was first set. Tenth edition. Oof. I drafted a door to nothingness deck. <laughs> Didn't have slivers Phenomenal. or pirates in it. Did you door someone? I did. Wow. I in doored draft. five times. <laughs> you door five draft. times? Yes. In draft. <laughs> then I was done. Retired. <laughs> Put the deck on a pedestal, never touched it yep. again. Finished. Uh, look, I uh, I feel that this was a great time here. So wrap up comments. Let's hear from Brett and Liam. We'll start with the who started the last oh. one, Brett. So we'll go back to Liam. I didn't. I, I I only have one attack. All right. Well, you you attack again then. Throw it at. No, him. I've actually I've actually forgotten what I was because I didn't write it down. Yeah, that's cool then. Uh, that's good. <laughs> so so uh, Pirates of the Caribbean against Predator. That's where we're at. So, Liam, wrap it up for us. Uh, closing comments. Uh, slivers don't care about the opinions of the pirates. They don't care that a pirate is a pirate. They just see them as giant meat to be consumed, digested, and shit out. Wow. That got dark in a hurry. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Brett, Brett, closing comments after that darkness just befell us. Everyone including myself, started or at least thought about making a sliver deck. And once they did, they played it for three or four times, realized it wasn't fun at all, and they always did okay, but maybe never won, maybe won a couple, yada yada, then took it apart, used the pieces on something else, and moved on with magic and became an adult. (laughs) 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 Wow. <laughs> oh my! Well, well, well. That was uh, that oh, was a good one. Drop. Jesus! I have, 
taken apart my sliver deck because it did the same thing four out of five times and it just wasn't enjoyable anymore. All right. Well, uh, you know what? All right. Thanks, Liam and Brett. Thank you. Uh, me and Evan and Greg are going to sit here for a moment, deliberate, and then decide. So uh, here we go. I uh, deliberate. Here, I mean, I assume we're going to talk to each other. Yeah, we're just going to chat in front of them. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, hey, this we, is a perfect time to get another ginger beer. I'll be right Yeah, back. go grab another beer. Liam, if you want to grab a drink, you do you. Uh, what did you guys think? Evan, Greg, geez. Wow. Uh, I think it's interesting because it, it turned into like a, like a fun versus good debate because – Brett was mostly like pirates are fun and you can put them in lots of decks. Um, they're, I think they're hindered by the fact that there's like literally, I think there's three generals and two of them are terrible and one is mostly terrible. Um, but slivers then are, are like really good. But as I was trying to say earlier, they're kind of repetitive. Um, all this, all the commanders pretty much because it's five color and you can play everything. There's no, there's no difference to them. We talked about that in our, our five-color coverage in our, in our Colors of yeah. Commanders. The fact yeah, that, you, oddly enough, when you go five colors, you tend to just float to the same cards because you can run the best yeah. of each color. So you're just running all of the staples that need to be in your deck. You're running the tutors. You're running yeah, the so, ramp. So you know. five colors isn't very creative. I kind of wish they would print like a, a non-five-color legendary sliver, but then I guess they would be terrible. I don't know, but it, at least change up the, the tribe of it. Uh, Greg, any thoughts Every from you? time they print a five color, it doesn't change anything. Like, of the five sliver legends that he mentions, two of them died in the story. <laughs> <laughs> the pirates lived on. <laughs> I, I haven't heard of a single pirate dying. Ramirez <laughs> probably died of old age. Probably. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I'll be honest. I kind of agree with Evan on that one where it was a, uh, a moment of like fun versus, uh, sort of, you know, good. Where do you rate them? And I think for each player, it comes down to personally where you want to rate, whether you want a fun deck. And I mean, you know, there's, there's, like he said, there's 119 slivers. There's a fair amount of pirates, you know, and even though they're all printed modern or, or, you know, in that modern era, for the most part, there's a lot of pirates. There's a lot of choice there. And you have a three-color deck, and when you're in three colors, you oddly enough have more choice for expansion than in five-color, where you feel like you have to play the best of everything. I mean, Grixis... Yeah, but then they're both restricted by the fact that they have limited commanders. Yeah, but I mean, in my mind, if you're playing a sliver deck, you have to play a sliver commander. If you're playing a pirate deck, you don't really have to play a pirate. I guess, no? but... You know what I'm saying? I can't think of one that works. You hear me, dog? Yes. Cast, cast pirates. Okay. Cast pirates. Thraxamundar. I mean, come pirates on. also get mono red and artifacts. Well, we didn't like, ask for your yeah, opinion, there's... Brett. Okay. We didn't ask oh, for your opinion. You. There's like Captain Lanny Storm, and she's terrible. Lanny? <laughs> I don't know the name. Is that it? No. Lannery. Thank there Lannery? we go. Oh, Thank you, Liam. Thanks, Bonus point. Made up for your demerit. Done. <laughs> so essentially, uh, it's going to come down to me, Greg, and Evan just deciding one after another what we're going to vote for. So, uh, you know what? I, I'm still talking, so I will start. Uh, Liam and Brett, thank you. That was really good. Uh, Brett, I do feel you had an uphill battle. Um, fun versus good usually lands in one side. Uh, Always siding with the underdogs. I feel, well, not only that, but I, 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 you know, I feel that you definitely presented 
some very good arguments. That mic drop at the very end was really good. Uh, <laughs> the, and, uh, and, and it was, it was really well presented. Uh, I did. And like you said, I did have a sliver deck. So the closing arguments, Liam, you didn't even talk about magic slightly disappointed there. Uh, you just sort of talked about them as if they were real. We all know slivers aren't real. You know what we did know though? Pirates were real. Um, still are if you live in certain countries. Um, so on that note, I do know that slivers are a more powerful creature type for uh, if you're playing just to win, slivers are your go. If you're playing for fun, pirates are 100% the go. But this argument was about which one is the best tribe. I got to give it to slivers. They are a better tribe than pirates simply because they will just win. Evan, yeah, uh, will win. I, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll give explanations here. That uh, yeah, I liked uh, I like the argument that pirates can go in other decks, uh, whereas slivers don't, which does sort of hamper slivers. That they're like an all or nothing. You either play slivers or you don't play slivers. Uh, whereas pirates, you can put it everywhere. Um, although I'm still not convinced there's more than about five decent pirates that exist. Um, but to be fair, there's probably only six <laughs> decent slivers that exist. Whoa! Oh. Um, <laughs> so it, 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 it's kind of, I find it amusing how these tribes somehow are similar in many ways. Um, I like Brett's argument that uh, pirates are, are cheaper and easier to get, um, whereas slivers are expensive. Um, because they're older. Uh, I also liked uh, Liam's argument that slivers are sort of more iconic and more people know about them. Um, whereas pirates, they are a new thing and most people would probably forget their pirates and just sort of think they're humans. Um, but uh, yeah, I've got to, uh, this pains me to say, but I have to vote for slivers as well, just because I feel like um, despite the fact that Brett is correct, uh, you play slivers until you get tired of them. Um, which is after like one game most of the time, and that slivers are like a plague on magic. I think they are more iconic, and I think they are a stronger tribe. Um, I, I'm not saying I think I don't think slivers can win this whole tournament, but I just don't think pirates is the one to dethrone them. <laughs> I, I do want to point out just in passing before Greg starts his Liam, you almost lost me, lost me right out the gate by constantly bringing up primal surge. You. <laughs> I know you like it in your deck. You literally don't need it. It's actually a, a detriment in a sliver deck. <laughs> uh, Greg. Yeah, I was going to bring that up too, but the primal surge, it's like the primal surge counting for 40 to 50% of your wins in your tribal deck sort of detracts from the tribe itself. And <laughs> the fact that out of your five legends, you know, 40% of them, died in the story and that that brings you 80 90 percent down already <laughs> and the fact that scoring like, system certain pirates you could play in other things like the crafty cut purse flashing in and stealing tokens or the time stream navigator taking another turn i gotta give it to pirates well damn uh you know what greg did make some good points i i couldn't Step back from it, though. I did. I did. Slivers are just too dangerous against pirates. I. It's unfortunate. I'm sorry, Brett, that you landed against such an overpowering tribe. <laughs> but, 
Well, but, uh, it's also it's also the fact like if pirates and slivers are at the same table, you have to kill the sliver player first because he's so much more that, of a threat. That so, is true. Yeah, that is true. But I will have an easier time killing the pirate no matter what point of the game it is. That's, that's <laughs> also true. true. <laughs> uh, I, the thing about that is that at no point do I ever think that pirate's out of control unless you're actually out of control, like unless you have an nine treasure on a regular Unless Sir Francis Drake has entered the field. Uh, we don't need to worry about the cannons firing for the broadside. Uh, but slivers, essentially, from turn two on, are a threat that you cannot manage if you don't manage. Like, you can't, you can't just let a sliver... You can't just let slivers lay. Like, if it's turn two and they missed a land drop, well, if they hit it on turn three, they, they're back in the game, possibly. Whereas if, if the pirates miss a land drop, I don't care about you for three or four turns. Like, you're, you're in my head. Um... Yeah. I, I do apologize, Brett. I'm sorry that you had to lose in the first round, but thank you for joining us. Uh, Liam? Hey, you know, I'd, I'd rather lose to an actually, you know, good-to-play tribe than to the Brushwags or whatever else you had to be paired against. Kobolds like, like, like Fungus? Kobolds? Yeah, that would <laughs> yeah, have been Yeah, the fungi. A fungi. If, man, whoever argues the fungus better call himself fungi. Uh, <laughs> that, that's just too good. Uh, but Thank you, thank you both for coming on the show. Liam, congratulations. So Liam will be advancing to the second round of the bracket. And uh, uh, I feel like we should talk about the other ones that will be posted online for people to debate. Yes. So, uh, Brett, I Liam, have them here. thank you for joining. So uh, we're going to uh, we're gonna, we're gonna kick you to the fuck out. But, uh, but thanks for coming along, and uh, thanks for being part of this. And Liam, we will talk to you soon. And Brett, I'll see you online. Of course. And uh, Liam, I'm sorry I called you a child. That was it. You know what? You came up with some strong arguments, bro. <laughs> I wish your tribe was like a little stronger. Like a little yeah, stronger. Yeah, I will say. Uh, that, that might this, drop. This should have been oh. like a blow oh. away for slivers, but I was torn. Yeah, it was, it was a moment. One card, we got one card stronger with Jumpstart. We got an Anthem and a uh, ETB Treasure, but hey, it's slivers. It ain't much. That's the other thing I, is that I, I do feel that if we do this in two years, uh, pirates will will win. All right, like, write it down. Rematch. Rematch two years. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. We have a rematch. I don't feel we're going to get any new slivers except maybe generals, and I think pirates I, I was, are only going to get stronger. I was thinking that for an argument is that uh, slivers like can't be printed easily because they're too busted. Well, it's like what um, Liam said earlier. Is that the earlier ones. The tribe. Yeah. <laughs> The earlier ones were the, the, the global anthems that did the crazy spell copies, whereas these newer ones seem to be more uh, giving a passive bonus or giving like, a, oh, you have a trample or whatever. It's like, cool. But the old ones were like Vindicate or Dark Heart of the Woods, which is a broken-ass card on a creature. The old Dark Heart of the Woods was never played because you sack a land for life. Instead, you just sack a creature for life? Like, get out of town. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys both. Liam, thank you for joining us. That was a lot of fun. I don't think Liam's still here, but I'm just going to kick yeah. him anyway. Ab see you later, Brett. Absolutely. Take care. <laughs> see, ya. see you. Later. Goodbye. Thank you. All right, bud. See you later. See ya. Yeah, I thought I was definitely going slivers when I heard slivers versus pirates. But yeah. like, no, he, he, Brett, like I said, if the, if the tribe would have been a little bit stronger – or if the other tribe would have been a little bit less overpowering. Like, and I, I, and you, Greg, you made some great arguments at the end too. And there was even stuff I didn't mention where it was like, uh, you know, the crafty cup purse. Like I didn't even know that card existed. That's an amazing card. It's a sweet card. Uh, 
and he was right about a lot of things. It's like the evasion that they have versus slivers, where slivers gives you know you have a bunch of ones that give shroud and stuff, but overall they don't have a lot of evasion compared to pirates that just sort of come in out of nowhere and have that crazy raid ability. Mm-hmm. I do wish he would have focused on that a bit more and how much they can change the battlefield with that, but eh, you live and you learn. Yeah. Uh, so you wanted to talk about the rest of the bracket, Greg? Hopefully yeah. you can join us for the rest of the bracket. But let's uh, let's jump into that. Evan. Just uh, we have uh, so there's four. I assume if I'm reading the bracket properly. Um, so uh, I guess online we're going to get people to sort of vote uh, so they can move on. Uh, but they are uh, again. Correct me if I've got it wrong here. Uh, warriors versus wizards. Is that right? That is one of them. Yep. Yep. Uh, we have fairies versus zombies. Yep which unfortunately is probably one-sided. So hopefully people come up with some good fairy arguments because I don't really want zombies to win. I think they're the most popular tribe, but that doesn't mean they should win. doesn't mean that the best. Uh, and the other one is snakes versus demons. <laughs> which, I don't know who's going to win there. <laughs> which I think is fun because like demon tribal isn't, isn't really a thing. There's that Liliana enchantment. What are you talking um, about? But, yes, I know, Greg. <laughs> you made it a thing, but it's still a meme deck. So, like, uh, I'll be honest. I don't know if we could actually have Greg judge that one because I feel that that's like an instant point for demons. <laughs> Greg's going to have to come on and argue demons if it wins. The thing about all this is that, judge. like I said, like we're going to have the online voting because we obviously don't have enough people jumping in who want to who want This to would also be like an 80-part episode. Yeah, this would be like a two-year <laughs> endeavor. Uh, so some of these will just be voted online where yeah. like, uh, so, I mean, for example, sapperlings and rats will probably be an online vote where That's a pretty good one. it's a pretty decent one. Although it's kind of skewed because there is no real sapperling general, you know, like slime foot. Come on. He, is he, he's a fungus. He creates, sapperlings, right. <laughs> but, uh, so like some of these are going to get voted. Like one of the upcoming ones is going to be hydras versus elves. We do have people for that. The de- dinosaurs versus soldiers. Um, I believe we have some people for that. Uh, dragons versus goblins, which is a super hardcore. Like that's a really good matchup. And some of these are really good. Like the dragons versus goblins. How do you go there? Like that's that's such a solid matchup of two different, totally different decks. Uh, but then other ones like clerics versus cats. Who's actually going to take clerics? That's an online vote. You know, like who's going to take cats? Really? Clerics is just that one, um, Oh, what's that deck with Athreos? Like, that's the only cleric thing. Well, and Cats is only Miri. Like, there's yeah. <laughs> there's certain matchups here where there's a lot. So the bracket was created. I created it based upon sort of, like, popular or large amounts of cards. So, you know, there's a large amount of Cats in MTG. There's a large amount of clerics. Yeah. It's not that they're the best. Thrall- we don't have everyone because, like, Thralls isn't on there. Well, no. See, there's three brackets. <laughs> oh, right. So, so there's, so like, the- for example, the second bracket is things like uh, like... Uh, uh, frogs versus sharks, or cavu versus horses, and then there's like ogres versus elephants. Like the other brackets are just terrible but hilarious at the same time. Like constructs also. versus druids. Who wins that battle? Who cares? That's the real question. <laughs> hey, druids but, have that one card that can steal like everyone's lands. If you that's have seven druid. druids, that's also a scarecrow. Name, name seven druids. It's a scarecrow. That's all. It's a changeling deck is what that is. But anyway, uh, so this first bracket, though, had sort of the popular ones, and I'm hoping we can drum up, you know, five or six episodes of this. Some people to jump in, and hopefully, Greg, you can join us for these and and be the judge and sort of be the deciding factor for us. Yeah, it sounds good. It didn't kick in this time. 
it was a sweep already or it was already a, a, a guaranteed thing. But uh, I'll be honest, like we said before, it, was, it wasn't it was as close as I thought it was going to be. I did think this was going to be a blowout. Yeah, I agree. I was I was honestly torn. I was like, I don't want to vote for Slivers, but I still feel like even given the arguments, I'm swayed to Pirates, but I'm not swayed quite enough. Yeah, yeah. Overall, we know how deadly Slivers were, and we know that Pirates aren't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day, for me, I do enjoy the fact that Pirates are more fun, but there does have to be some consideration for the fact that you, you do just win with Slivers. Yeah. As and bad as and you is. can make slivers kind of fun. He didn't go there, but you can just drop the the slivers that make them garbage. Like you can go with, like you said, you can just go with flanking slivers, and yeah. you know maybe you Branding run Doran slivers. in the deck and pump all their asses and just swing with their asses like an asshole. Like, well, that's like that's what I want. I would like people to make like hidden sliver decks where they pick a different general and then play slivers just to just to be more creative. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but everyone just plays the same ones, and that's what's boring. But that's probably the player's fault more than the uh the I tribe. feel I feel one hundred percent that's the player's fault. But thank you, Greg, for joining us. Yeah, no worries. Uh and as always, we'll give our little our little uh bump out here. So you have listened to us. Thank you guys, EDH Rect. You can find us on Facebook at EDH Rect. Just look us up. You can email us at EDHRect at gmail dot com. And we are on Patreon with Patreon dot com slash EDH Rect. And we're on Twitter when I remember and when Evan like remembers we have week, Twitter. Brian's like, Evan's kind of been slacking on the Twitter. Um, <laughs> but uh, we also have a website, edhrect.com, where you can just go and find all those links if you don't remember half of the stuff we just said. You can't. And Evan has an article on there. Have you posted any more articles, Evan? No, I just did the two about our tournament. I probably so, uh, will do something about tribes in so relation to this. Twitter failed. Uh, website failed. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't want to point on. the. I don't want to point the finger at the guy who's dropping the ball in this relationship. But uh, you Look, know. where we live opened up from COVID, and <laughs> I've spent less time online. That's all I'm saying. Hey, okay, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, obviously, yeah. And people who listen to us know uh, we're not the top on uh, just doing things when we need to do them. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah, like our podcast drops every once in a while. It, it, during Actually, COVID, it's definitely not weekly, but we're trying. Yeah, and now we're just arranging. So what we'll probably do, I guess, uh, with the, the tribes, I guess, for people wondering, is this one, uh, we did like Colors of Commander every second episode. This one will probably just be whenever we can get the people around. The so yeah. it, if next week we don't do it, it's probably because we couldn't get them. And then we'll try the week after. And then maybe that won't work. But uh, so it'll be a intermittent. It's just because we have to coordinate with like five people who don't necessarily all live next to each other. Yeah, and uh, in between, we'll definitely post the voting. So I'll probably post one uh, tonight when I post the episode, say, who would you vote for in these two? The winner of that vote simply will move on. So it's not even going to yeah. be a case of like, wait, it's just uh, if you voted more for this, it moves on above this. And yeah. we're going to push yeah, those we're on. Just, we're going to listen to people argue, and then the rest are just going to get voted. And eventually, anything that gets pushed through has to eventually get argued. I do have a twist for the final episode, though, Evan, uh, that I don't want to reveal now. It's going to be a pretty sweet twist that uh, I think you'll enjoy the most. Uh, Greg, oh. thank you, <laughs> and we hope that you will be here for the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. And that continue. All right. And we hope you listeners are also here for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, train wrecks happen, okay? We watch them from a window. Uh, we we hope to see some something, and then we hate the fact that we saw it. That's how train wrecks work. That's but how this podcast works. That's exactly how this works. That's exactly it. Uh, so thank you guys for listening, and thanks for joining us. And I hope you listen to us next time. 
You have a good night. See you later.